Welcome back, friends, to Visions, Veiled and Violent. Last episode, our band of young Zatis descended into an old well that had been marked on a smuggler's map, hoping at first to find loot to share with our Hanata's brethren. Our focus switched, however, to rescuing the source of cries of help from deep within. Lowering ourselves with sturdy rope, we found an abandoned cellar that had been used as a stash for some illicit operation. Beneath a false door, we found ruins that descended far deeper into some ancient, sinister complex. Perhaps with more bravery than sense, the five of us ventured into the ruins, spying an iron door with sinister purple mist billowing out from underneath it. Bypassing it for the time being, we continued down a long corridor before finding an alcove lined with skulls that animated to chant a strange riddle. Before we could decipher it, our exploration was interrupted by the approach of strange creatures that looked like spiders. But were definitely not spiders. So when last we left off, our brave young Anataz had descended down into the well, prompted by Moore's vision of someone in distress uh, and finding that at the bottom of the well was some sort of ancient ruin uh, from a precursor era. Uh, during your exploration, just as you found an ominous room with an iron door and some evil-looking purple mist, and then found a trap with uh, a riddle of echoed, chattering skulls, you were greeted uh, with the skittering sounds coming down the hallway of these horrific, pale-fleshed spider things that are definitely not spiders. So, as we come back in, we are being thrust immediately into the fray. So as we uh, as we start off, you see that the coming down this corridor, moving with eerie speed, you hear the the click 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 of their bony appendages skittering along the stone as it races towards the closest person, who happens to be Adewale. Bring it on! As it closes the distance, the initiative passes to Jericho. All right, I'm going. Oh my gosh. I, are they making noise? This is skittering. Okay, are they like, like making weird, like are they making any noise with their weird human mouths? So when, they're, when their jaws part, they make this little. All right. Ugh. I'm going to like spin around and make direct eye contact with one. And then I'm going to vicious mockery and I'm going to go. In the exact same way. Freak him out. Please do. Go for it. Okay. Um, let's see here. Let's see what there's... They have a save, right? 14 for them, yes. 14. All right. So the closest one... By the way, for any viewers out there, Jericho can totally mimic stuff with their voice. They don't actually talk, though. So. And so as Jericho mimics this creature's horrific noise, you see an almost flicker of awareness behind its green glowing eyes as it skids and and sputters up some bile from between its jaws. You hit. Roll your damage. Let's see here. That is four damage. How big was that D4? (laughs) (laughs) It's only you drop your shoe. Four damage. Okay. <laughs> so, so Jericho, your spell, your vicious mockery wounds the creature with psychic damage, which is why it's, you saw the strange reaction, almost human-like reaction, 
behind its green eyes and why it's actually felt pain from it. And now it's going to have disadvantage on its next attack. But its partner, likewise, comes scrabbling up corridor, rushing towards Atawale, and does lunging in for a bite. That's a miss. And so as the thing lunges at you with its jaws, you know, Atawale, how do you deflect this blow? I'm quite honestly just going to take a massive maw of my hand and just swat it away like a buzzfly. And as you swat, you, you feel the, the splattering of its bile across your your palm, and you feel this tingling numbness where you can definitely sense that there is some unnatural fluid that this thing desperately wants to inject in you. <laughs> and then to Nevitz. Nevitz is going to rapidly run ahead through the space of Etowale, and actually with halfling nimbleness, he will go through the space of the enemy spider to get on the backside to give Atawale advantage. And with his own advantage, he will uh, go ahead and uh, do one strike with his scimitar. Okay. Uh, go right. for it. Uh, six on the die for a 12. A 12 is a miss as your scimitar hits into the thing's flesh and you actually see the scimitar sliced into the... the soft, almost putrid flesh, but appear to do no actual wound of the creature. Okay, that is it. All right, boom. Then to Adewale himself. All right. Uh, how a size comparison is like up to my shit. Like, is it a larger abomination of flesh? It's about the size of a mastiff. Oh, God. So Adewale is going to look at this unnaturally large spider human thing and just swing down straight down with his great axe. Try to sp- with all of his anger, and that is a 17. That's a hit. Awesome. And with great sword, it said 2d6s, I believe. So, there's that one. It's six total damage. Six damage. So, as you swing down, when you hit the thing's flesh, the, the skin breaks open with shocking ease and has the, the soft smoothness, almost of like a a baby skin, and it splits open. You feel the blade cut into actual muscle. There's this horrible ammonia reek that comes out of it. To Lathander on the staff. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> my staff is, is uh, on my back. Currently on the uh, the back of Atawale. So thank you. Uh, I'm feeling good about that choice, not to be leaning on my staff right now. It's all about good life choices. Um, Luthander, what sort of distance are we talking about? Have the creatures closed the distance? So they're both they're both up in Atawale's grill. They're, one of them is on him, trying to bite him, and one of them is, is just about to lunge, and you're about 10 feet away from him. Nevitz has gone around the back. I'm going to close with the the one that uh, Nevitz is on the other side of. Uh, for advantage, I'm going to attack with my rapier. Okay. What's the roll? The roll is... Hang on, I got plus six. Nineteen. Nineteen, that's a hit. All right. All right, damage. What I got? 1d8 plus four. Seven. Nice. So that's 11. Plus, plus your sneak attack. Sneak attack, exactly. Which is a d6, if I'm not mistaken. It is. Level, 1d6. Six. Six, all <laughs> right. For a total of... Seven. 17. 17. Ooh. Well, and then I'm I'm out of there. I'm disengaging. 
so you can't disengage yet as a, oh, as a running action. You're only level one. Yeah, 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 of course. Okay, quite right. <laughs> Sorry, we, well, welcome to Noobtown. I want to so bad, I just don't know how to. <laughs> you do. It's, it's, it's a good it idea. You, you can feel the desire welling up inside of you. Uh, yeah. But your rapier does punch through into the thing's thorax, and you're hit with this waft of the horrible chemical stink coming out mm. of this thing as it spills out this fluid that splatters all over the stone floor and begins pooling out beneath it. And the, the thing turns to you with its maw and gives out another horrible. And now we're at more. I was really hoping it would then fall <laughs> yeah. to the ground. How do these um, spider creatures look? Do they look pretty bloodied or they're holding strong? So the one that is uh, that uh, that Ottawale and Lathander have been chopping down, that one is, it looks like it's, it's, it's wavering back and forth on, unsteadily on its legs. It looks like it might fall soon. Uh, the other one looks healthy, uh, but has a sort of disoriented look in its eyes uh, from Jericho's attack. Okay. Um, I'm going to attack the other one that Jericho didn't attack and cast Mind Sliver. Okay. And they just have to make me a intelligent saving throw. Let's hope they're stupid. Please be stupid. And seven. Okay, nice. So they fail. So... Um, disorienting spike of psychic energy um, into the mind of the creature and they're going to take 1d4 damage a whopping 4 <laughs> 4 alright so as you more focus your spell and the mind sliver arcs out towards the, the, the already wounded spider thing you see it strike the creature right in its head and it twitches for a bit as you see it's Head almost swell a bit like a balloon and then give a pop as it splatters goo all over Atawale and Lathander. And you can see within the exposed casing of its skull, its surprisingly thick human-like skull is a very human-like brain as the creature staggers again and then falls with a wet thump onto the stone floor. Starting the kill canner now. Uh, free action. I gag. That'll end my turn. <laughs> Gagging is a free action. Thank you, Cube. <laughs> Boom. That's the top of the round. The remaining spider creature still sways a bit unsteadily on its legs, uh, still reeling from Jericho's psychic attack as it raises up on its hindquarters and you see its thorax pulse for a moment as it spews this purplish-green necrotic webbing all over Lathander. And it's got it rolled a 22 with disadvantage, so Lathander, you are splattered with this webbing, and as it touches your skin, the moment it does, you feel everyone can hear this sizzling sound echoing through the chamber, and you feel burning all over every part of your exposed skin that the web touches. That's great. Luthander is, of course, making an appropriately horrendous noise, I suspect, as that happens. As, as you should. Yes. To Jericho. All right. Jericho likes seeing that happen. They're going to turn, 
and uh, they are going to make an illusion of a explosion right behind the creature that just spewed that web, like a boom. I guess the, I guess their DC is fourteen to resist like that illusion. Minor illusion. So that is going to have to be a sound or an image. So I'm thinking like an explosion, like a like a bam, like some basically something's going off, a bomb, really loud to kind of spook it. The creature is so fixated on trying to entrap Lathander in its web uh, that it ignores the sound. It just it makes no register in this thing's feeble, feral mind. Jericho's gonna like sprint like a bit back away from these creatures to try to put some distance now. Wise move, wise move. Nevitz. Seeing more destroy the first one in the disgusting display of uh, ooze, uh, Nevitz is going to push over up against the side of the um, uh, the tunnel wall to make sure he gives as much advantage to both the Luthander and Etawale. And he will take one strike with his uh, scimitar. Uh, Eleven is a miss. Yep. So you, you swing, but even as it recovers itself, the, the thing spins around just in time to have the scimitar blade clatter against its jaws that hisses in Nevitz's face. Adwala, you're up. So which uh, side of the spider thing would I have to move to get advantage from Nevitz? Uh, so you'd have to run around its left side in the quarter. It's going to be cramped quarters, but luckily Nevitz is small. Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna move around. I'm going to position myself around so I can get that advantage on the left side. With all the muscle and brawn that Adewale has, he's just going to swing down as hard as he can with this advantage here. So first roll, not so good. Hey, net 20. And that's with uh, Great Weapon Master too, which I forgot I had. I didn't add it in last time. So I have Great Weapon Master. So that's another 10 damage um, added on to. All right. So you're rolling 46 then for the damage? Uh, 46. Okay. You know, if I didn't drop my dice, that would be quite <laughs> splendid. Five, 11, 14, 19, 29 total. You got that. And so as Adewale swings, the creature distracted by the presence of Nevitz is caught totally off guard as you catch just below into the bulbous part of the creature, the blade nicking the soft underbelly and splitting it open, spraying its ooze all over Nevitz and the opposite wall is a loud splat as the halfling gets essentially a bucket full of gooey, greenish-purple spider innards all over himself. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's good. good job, Adewale. And, uh, and meanwhile, Lathander, uh, you take one, dam- one point of necrotic damage as the webs begin to burn and tighten around you. Necrotic. What a nice type of damage that is. Is it still alive? No, the spider is dead. Oh, thank God. Well, the, the, the corridor is quiet, minus the, the sizzling sound of the, the webs digging into Lathander. My blade's a bit large to cut that web. We'll need a bit of a smaller one. Yeah. Uh, Nevitz will definitely race forward and start trying to cut it off of Lathander with his dagger. Right. Uh, 
Lathander, uh, give me a strength check. DC 12. 13. Yes! With one last burst of exertion, snap the strands holding you in place and then tear them from your body uh, even as they, they still hiss softly with that strange, unnatural chemical property. Yeah, okay. Luthander. Okay, so I, I yeah, okay. I'm, so I'm thrashing around getting this stuff off, trying not to get... I hope I don't get cut by Nevid's dagger, but if I... If I do, so be it. But, uh, yeah, I'm dragging this stuff off myself. I pause, panting, on my knees, look up at Nevitz. Sorry, look across at Nevitz. <laughs> Covered in goo, trying to cut webs off of you. Yeah, I was like, wait, you're three foot, right? So yeah. I'm looking across, not up, yeah, yeah. Uh, as I'm on my knees. And I say, hey, man, thanks for that. Yeah, uh, it's no problem. Is everyone, everyone all right? Did anyone else get hit? I'm quite all right. I gotta kill <laughs> All right. I was just peachy. Nevitz, uh, I think, looks down the corridor and kind of looks back for everyone else just to, to be quiet, kind of given the sign for listen, see if anyone heard that. And can, can we do a perception just to see if there's any other clattering or noises from some other creatures out there? Sure. Mine is horrible. Uh, 19 perception. 19. Uh, so you indeed indeed hear more soft echoes throughout, where it's as you you pause and hold your breath, listen carefully. There's definitely movement coming from up and down the corridors here, and you can see far ahead where it it slowly starts to become harder to see. About another sixty feet down the passageway. But it looks like there's more complex here. We can still hear that a little, the, just the echoes of that skittering noise in the dark. While we're here, uh, more given your affinity with nature, can you give us a nature check? I sure can. Let's see. Twelve. Uh, so amidst this, the spattering of gore and these mangled creatures, obviously these are things that probably are not of the natural world. But you've been around enough spiders to know that what strikes you immediately as unusual about these things is neither of them have any indicators of being male or female. They almost look asexual like ants. Um, okay. Interesting. I have an unrelated question. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Do I know who the trickster god is? Jinx, the, name the tr- of them. trickster god, yes. Jinx? Okay. I just look to the group after looking at these freaky spiders, and I mean, what is there to say except they're not normal spiders? They're great for slashing, though. <laughs> not normal spiders. Yeah, I mean, I think Nevitz would cast light now that he feels like there's no one immediately coming after us, just so he could read through that um that the book that we had the uh, the quotes uh, on and it just it still doesn't make any sense he, he doesn't see where if this is part of the omen that um, mother Savenza was relaying to us or if it's just a dark place uh, and I think he just kind of closes the book and just kind of tries to recenter his mind on why we're here which is to you know seek out you know treasure for the troop before we before we leave this place 
Can I just add that Luthander is like is looking at more, shaking his head, rubbing the burning necrotic uh, wounds across his flesh and going, ah, oh, not normal spiders, you say, huh? <laughs> well, just, I, okay, fine. If you want specifics, they're asexual <laughs> spiders. Just a fun fact of the day. More like ants. Jericho has her dagger out and she's like poking the guts from the spider. Like, okay. You know what? Have fun with that. <laughs> Look at the goo on my dagger. Hey. Don't eat it. So as as Jericho presses her dagger into the guts of the spider, there's this sudden waft of horrid stench as the the blade pierces its innards and you see some mushy almost indescribable goo slough and uh, fl- slough out onto the floor. But one thing you do see sticking out from the goo is Perfectly intact human finger. That doesn't look normal. Thanda's going to look at his hands. <laughs> Do we feel the rest of the bodies are are in there? Are these are these locals? Has anyone heard whether there's been rumors of locals going missing of late? Oh, I haven't been in town much this time around. If we're going off of Mother Salenza's prophecy, I think... It doesn't really matter because um, this is the place of those who live to die. So uh, I'm guessing that there's living beings here that are part of some sick, twisted cult. game by the gods, by the cultists. Great cults. Um, and uh, everything here is just meant yeah. to die, <laughs> including us. No, you got me. I, we'll be uh, good. If, if this... if if her words mean anything, then there should be some black door ahead of us. Uh, I don't want to go there to begin with, but I also don't want to go there and find it's locked if there might be a key inside the stomach of one of these spiders. And he just kind of looks over and uh, he kind of covers his, his mouth and he cuts open the entire innards of the, uh, the one that Jericho had initially poked to see if a full body is in there. So as, as Nevitz pokes around in there, even though these are huge creatures that are far bigger than any spider you've seen before, their stomachs don't appear to be large enough to be holding up a full body or full person. It also looks like, based on the muck that came out from when Jericho squished the first one, you can see where there's still a, a perfectly intact brass wedding band there in the, the muck, so it looks like whatever it can digest, it's only organic material, and then other stuff is, is just passing through. But you don't find any keys. Uh, you do find a smattering of silver coins, though. Regretfully, but not shamefully, um, Nevitz will pick that up for, for the troop, and then he thinks better about picking up the brass ring. He just doesn't want it to be found on our person and us be accused of killing a townie as happens enough with Hanataz and he leaves the copper ring behind. Coincidentally, there are 13 coins. Uh, is anybody looking at me right now? Like, in the, in the group? Like, am I being watched? Nope. Nope. Probably not. I'm gonna, like, make sure nobody's noticing me then I'm gonna, like, scoop the ring up. All right, Fair. so... Fair Jericho pockets the ring. And, um... The best, best way out is through. Eddie? 
Jericho gives like a grand sweeping gesture to the door, like, yeah, go on. You know, she didn't say anything, obviously, but. <laughs> so in your current passageway, where you are a little alcove where you had the skulls that gave the riddle, about 20 feet ahead of you on the right side of the passageway, there seems to be another wooden door recessed into the hallway. And then about 20 feet behind you, still leaking purple mist, is that iron door that you'd passed. It looks like the corridor keeps going further into the darkness, although whether it branches out further than then, you can't say from here, you'd have to go deeper in to tell. Wood door or iron door? One, two, three, go. Too late, wooden door. And Adewale is going to walk over to the wooden door here. Okay. Uh, It appears to be a a completely normal wooden door uh, with basic brass hinges, uh, a normal uh, knocker-style handle. It is sort of warped and swollen from being down here for the gods only know how long, uh, but it doesn't otherwise seem to be barred or locked. All right, can I still make a perception check to check if anything of um, out of the ordinary is with, up with this door? Uh, sure. Uh, give me the perception check first. Uh, what did I get? I got a 10. 10? No, this is, this, as far as you can perceive in the dim light, it's it's merely a door. Well, since it's just a door, he's going to look at the group and say, hey, it's hammer time, and kick the door open. All right. Bam. So the... Rotten boards immediately give way to Adewale's boot, sending splinters of wood all throughout this room. And you see that inside here, the ceiling is vaulted and huge. Um, maybe it goes up for another 20 feet above your heads you now with, with crosshatch timbers to support it. And you see all along the walls is this thick, sickly-looking yellow-green webbing that's just dangling down. Then from there are these grotesque, phosphoric cocoons that are all dangling from strands sort of spinning slowly and silently almost like little uh, little marionettes in the darkness mm. Adewale close the door close the door there's no more door to close <sighs> the whole and the room the room just stinks of of sort of pneumonia and death uh, Adewale is going to put his hand out as like like a full like open hand just put in behind his back and motioned on their way. I think we found where our spider friends came from. I recommend though that a couple of us look investigating here. Um, I will be inside to keep guard but otherwise I am open to keep moving because it really smells in here. Jericho raises a finger and then like like she's about to say something and then like a little illusion appears above her head of like a burning flame and then she points at the the cocoons and his shrugs I think Jericho's right and um, Nevitz yeah he's, he's kind of got a cantrip at his you know just just dancing on his fingertips well let me let me get out before you blow it up gosh darn it and at a while we'll step out um, of the entranceway and uh, put his back against the wall Nevitz goes up. I, I, he doesn't know one gas from another. That's not really his forte. So he's just like, everyone, everyone, back up a little bit. And he's just going to do a firebolt in at the the farthest dangling um, cocoon, uh, and then jump back in case there is some kind of um, flash fire. 
Wait, what what are we expecting to be in the cocoon? Can I just pause you for a second? Sure. Uh, yeah, no, if you've I already mean, yeah. blown no, the no, room, no, 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 I'm, no, no, I'm out of there. No, no, that's fine. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna ask more as our nature uh, genius. I'm unclear what's in the cocoon. Is that gonna have like a lot like living people in it, possibly? Because we're seeing bits of people inside the uh, the spiders. Would the spiders be in the cocoons, or would their lunch be in the cocoon? That is a very good question. Could I could I ask the DM that maybe animal handling, because you know, handling of animals can tell me if this cocoon size is spider-like or is it meal size instead of nature? I would I will let you make the animal <laughs> handling roll if more handles one of the cocoons. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a deal. Okay. I'm doing this only because the gods don't want me to. So, I'm handling a cocoon. Adewale, can you lift me? Uh, okay, so he'll, Adewale will pick her up, uh, get her on He's just going to hold her. I, I don't know. He, do, he doesn't know how to hold her. He's never picked her up before. He's only picked up Nevitz. He does, he's, he, as much as he says, do you want to get picked up? He's very uncomfortable here. Here you go. <laughs> Thank you. DM, do I have to touch it with my hands or can I poke it? <laughs> <laughs> Which would you prefer? I would prefer to use my wooden staff to just kind of poke it. If you would yeah, allow let's, it. Let's do that. Hook it with your staff, and I will. I, I will like let I you count that. this as handling an animal. Okay. It doesn't. That one. All that. All that. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> matters. So, so, in the center of this this strange cathedral of cocoons underground, Adewale holding up more by the hips as she reaches out with her stick to poke one of the cocoons and as she does it, it there's a, a tap like the webbing is like hard and resin like and as the cocoon spins a bit you can see that it's the the green stickiness is almost slightly translucent and as the cocoon spins and makes one full rotation just before it comes to a stop it jiggles slightly and more, you can see underneath the resin a pair of human eyes open wide with panic. Mm. <laughs> Put me down. Just as oh no, two more of the spider things give out their distinctive <sighs> and drop from the ceiling. Oh, son of a! How many cocoons have we got here? At least oh. six. Three, four, five, six. Okay. How how confident are you on landing on your feet if I just drop you? Wait, what? <laughs> Come again? How? If I take the time to put you down, I feel like it would take more time and an act and a full action to just put you down safely. Can I just drop? How you? about you just throw me in the direction that the spiders aren't <laughs> coming from? Throw me back towards the door out of wall. Throw me, just throw me that exit. way. <laughs> yeah, just. Get me out of here. I feel like you would have even more trouble landing on your feet. Oh, gods. Just stay behind me. Okay. First, we have one of the spiders skidding around from behind as it drops down 
to block the distance between Atawale and the open escape route through the door. As it lets out its hiss, it also sprays its sickly necrotic webbing eight on its attack. That's a miss. That's and so a whole it just, miss. The web splatters on the wall opposite of Atawale, missing you, but by a good foot. Ooh, that was almost gross. Uh, and his partner on the far side of the room skitters to where more has fallen and leaps at her, maw spread wide, bile slavering out from between its its eerily mammalian jaws as it lunges in for a bite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no. Yep, 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 yep. And that yep. is a natural 20 on Wait. the arachnic revenant. There's a lot of pluses there. There's a lot of pluses there. Ever going anywhere with you guys again? I have the sentinel feet, which allows me to hit a creature if it attacks someone who is next to me as a reaction. Can I use my reaction to smack it? Yes, but first we have. But first, more takes 300 points of damage. More is first. But first, more is taking 17 damage. It's been real. It's been fun. That's a piece of real fun. The gods can't have me. Goodbye. <laughs> so more, more goes down hard on the stone, and we need a Constitution save against the spider venom. It's only a DC ten. You got it. Moi? Yes, you more. Um. Okay. Can you remind me what is it for dying? Well, Double we'll, your hit we'll, points. We'll, we'll deal with that later. Okay. You'll, you'll get that later. Twenty-one. Okay, so the, you're not poisoned. That's good. Um, hey. But you are you are at zero right now. You're down. Down and dying. But perhaps Jericho, who's up next, can save you. Mm. Jericho is going to sprint up right next to her, and uh, she's going to try to... Um, I think I have, like, a cure light wounds or something. Hold on a minute. Good. Uh, cure, cure wounds is 1d8 plus spell casting modifier. Okay, 1d8. Okay, then I'm going to do that. That's what I want to do. 1d8 plus, um, three? Yeah. So, uh, yes, but yes. reminder, Cure Wounds is a touch spell, so Jericho's going to have to run in and touch more to do that. Um, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to totally do that. That's so selfless. Yes. Um, Jericho rushes up, and that's six points. All right. Then Jericho, as you, you rush past the the spider that was blocking the door lunges at you for attack of opportunity. Oof. Okay. Well, being a hero ain't easy. Being a hero is not easy. Oh. Nate, on the off chance that this didn't happen, can we do Adewale's attack of opportunity to see if he one-shot kills this thing? Uh, yes. Well, let's go do Adewale's reaction, and then we'll do the uh, Jericho getting bit by the spider. All right. Holy cow. Nat 20. Oof. Come on. <laughs> no. no, close. Uh, it's 17 again with the minus yep. five and plus six. So, yeah. Yep, that hits. Awesome. And then 2d6 is eight plus 10, 18 total damage. 18. So your, your vengeful swing slices into the creature's side and you splatter goo in an arc with the coming off your blade all over the walls, uh, but it does not fall. <laughs> well, the next question, does Jericho fall? Uh, 
Does she make it to me? Do I get those six points? Come on, pearls. I literally almost cast Goodberry before because I was like, oh, let me just go ahead and get that out of the way. Idiot. Right. Um, Perko, 15 points of damage is going to drop you down as the the spider gets the attack of opportunity on you. Yeah, I'm seven, so uh, I don't think you get that six points. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, but it was it was very brave and selfless, though. We, we appreciate your sacrifice. Passing over to Luthander. Well, this is going really well. Uh, can you just... Dis- Describe the location. So we're kind of grouped in the middle, Nate, and we've got Spider blocking us behind. So there. So right now the party is sort of split in the two. You have okay, yeah, yeah, right. Adewale and Moore who walked forward to to handle the cocoon. They're in okay. the center of the room, and then in the back of the room you had Nevitz, Lathander, and Jericho, and then a spider ran between Nevitz, Lathander, and Jericho, and where Adewale and more are to block off their escape. And so now we have Jericho's just fallen down by the side of the door, and then uh, Moore is in the center of the room with Adewale standing over her. Okay. Got it. Thank you. So what you got, Lathander? Okay. And don't say leaning on your staff. Don't say leaning on your staff. <laughs> so help us God. My good staff, my leaning staff, is currently on the other side of that spider, and I want it back. So... Luthander's looking at this and he would think the only option here is he's got to attack the spider that he has advantage. So so he's going to close the distance. I'm assuming it's like 10 feet or something along those lines. Yep. Close that distance and uh, an attack with his rapier. Okay. So he's charging in with a slash and that is an 18 12 plus 6 hey, that, that hits outstanding rapier plus your sneak attack at yeah, 1d8 it's 4 so that's a 7 again plus 4 is 11 that's a 6 yeah alright so 17 total yes and so is the, the creature that had just lunged for Jericho is so distracted that it doesn't even notice Lathander's presence until your rapier has pierced through its back and it's splattered some of its, its gooey greenish purple innards along the floor. It jerks around trying to get itself the disentangled from the blade impaling it, uh, thrashing, but still quite alive. And then as we go to Moore, laying there on the ground, you know, having just been mauled by the spider, or you're not sure if it's if it's just delirium, but you feel someone take your hand in a a gentle but shockingly cold grip, and you hmm. hear a whisper in your ear that says, "You shall be the first, but you shall not be the last." Please what? make your death save. What? <laughs> <laughs> How to make that work? Oh! <laughs> Great, a four. Four. <laughs> four. So that's a fail. So you have you have one failed death save, two more, yeah. and more is out of the story. <laughs> Get ready to meet Moore's twin. You are not a nice man, Nate. That's hurtful. That's hurtful. Steve. Wow. Uh, but now to Adewale to try to, to to salvage the situation. Adewale has zero um, healing capabilities. He's all about killing. So he is going to kill. 
which coincidentally is what we need right now. So <laughs> He's going to swing his greatsword down at the spider that he uh, struck at before striking his friend Moore. And that is a 16. 16 hits. Awesome. 2d6, 3, 5, 8. 18 total for the strike. Um, and then the feet from my background. Giant foundling. I get the strike of the giant's feet. Um, as Adwale starts swinging his blade down, uh, you, you're able to see like a streaks, blue, white, purple, red, all different colors of uh, lightning just start streaking along the blade as he strikes it down on this spider for an extra D6 of damage. And that's a whopping one. One, so 19 total. 19 can you can you explain? So that's a storm. That's, what's it called? Storm strike. You said. So yeah, storm strike. Um, the target takes an extra one d six lightning damage. If the target is a creature, it must succeed a Constitution saving throw, or it has disadvantage on attack rolls until the start of my next turn. Uh, this saving throw for these is eight plus my proficiency plus strength or Constitution, whichever is higher. And they're both the same, I think. Actually, my strength is higher, so I do strength. But ultimately, doesn't matter because. As you swing, the creature lunges forward once more, clearly aiming for more, clearly trying to down the fallen Hanataz. But before its jaws can touch her, her prone body, Blade catches it at what might be its neck and just slices its head clean from the rest of its thorax. There it is. Awesome. That's two for Adam Wally. Noted. <laughs> Which brings us then to Nevitz. Um, Adewale is going to purposely stand between Moore and the other spider too, and just or get try to get a move a try to move an inch closer, just like a couple feet to uh, to the spider because he knows that Jericho went down as well, trying to help. So he's he's there to get there as fast as possible. Uh, and seeing Adewale do that, uh, Nevitz will instead sprint over and stand over Jericho's body and cast um, an inner magic that he's had ever since he was a, a child. Red Flame Blade uh, coming from his Blood Touch background. And as part of that cast, he will take one strike with his sword. And that is seven on the die for a 13. Unfortunately, even though Nevitz focuses his power into a single point, that point strikes wide hitting between the creature's legs as it skitters out of the way, circling around, looking to lunge at the next vulnerable party member. Which, round two, that creature turns towards Nevitz, hissing again, but it hasn't forgotten the source of its actual pain, Lathander, as it turns to lunge for the rogue with its jaws spread wide. Luthander hasn't somehow made it to fifth level uh, since starting this uh, combat. And it rolls a natural one. So as it dives between uh, dives for Luthander, its jaws aimed directly at your hips. You manage to jump and vault over the creature as it flies behind you. Jericho, what is going through your mind as you, you lay out on the floor feeling your, your limbs start to go cold. I'm sprawled on my back. My vision's fading in and out. I see two figures. Um, I don't know who they are. 
but they're standing over me. I think one of them's a woman? I don't know. Uh, am I making a death save here? You What's are. What's going on? Okay. Now that is, uh... Is that a five-pound D20? Like, where do you find <laughs> these dice? I, I have, like, a, um... I'm, I've, like, got this piece of cardboard I'm rolling on. I don't know if that's why mm -hmm. it's making so much noise. It sounds amazing. It, Keep doing it. It, it does. Okay. It, like, adds a sense of gravitas <laughs> to the whole thing. Um, I'm drumming a little bit. Uh, so that's gonna be 12 plus... What What am I adding to that? 12. Just 12. 12. You just gotta just get above a, t a 10 or above, you're good. Just one, okay. one pass save. I blink okay. blearily, and 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 the, the the two figures like the like the maybe the woman and whoever that other guy is like fade out of my vision and whoa. All right, we pass to Luthander, who just dodged a spider bite, potentially okay. fatal. Yeah, so Luthander is uh, so he's dodged, dropped down uh, a little, getting out of the way, uh, and he's going to uh, pivot to attack. Again, he's seeing the only way we're getting out of this is, well, through it. Who said that? Someone said that earlier, but this is kill or be killed. So uh, the he's not about to get cute and try and disengage and, you know, come in uh, later. So he's going for maximum damage. Do I have advantage? Where are the you other You do, because thanks Excellent. to Nevis. Thanks to Nevis. Nevis. Uh, through his personal oh. sacrifice, you, you can benefit from his bravery slash foolishness. I will tip my leaning staff to you later. <laughs> Should we survive? Okay. That's a four plus six, ten. You have advantage. Here thank you. Thank Nevitz. Thank you, Game Master. Yes, but thank you for reminding me, Nate. I forgot. What's well, five plus six, eleven. That's a real oh, improvement. That's, that's still not going to help. Uh, as right. your your blade uh, happens to catch one of the things on its legs, uh, but all it does is slice across a superficial wound, doing nothing to slow down its murderous rampage. Brilliant. So what I've achieved here is drawing attention to myself and getting closer. Excellent. Done a great job. It's gone well. Although this probably isn't as intimidating to you, since this is like a normal Australian spider. That, that's oh, it's relatively small. So yeah, I'm fair, feeling okay. Fair. If I had a glass, I could put it over the top and then just take it outside. But then we come back to Moore, still lying there fighting for her life. What is going through your mind before you make this death save? What is going through Moore's mind is just a string of curses to every god she knows in her <laughs> mind into a certain fey lady because somehow, someway, she's cursing everybody who's ever wronged her, her parents have made that list, everybody, she's just stringing curses and just full of spite and anger. I want to get that checked out. Cool, calm, and collected. <laughs> oh. And for good reason, because that's a two. Oh. Two, that's, your, that's Moore's no. second failed death save. Yep. One more yeah. failure, and Moore's out of the story. A one, and she would have been out of the story. A one would have yeah, been one she, she would have been, she, a nat one would have killed her. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. right. Ah, it's a good day. Adwale. Adwale, um, how far is Adwale from this spider? And is there anything or anyone in between him and the spider? Does, or does he have a clear um, airway? The answer is 10 feet and no. You've got a clear line if you want to charge this thing. There's nothing between you and the so spider. So he's going to go ahead and run and jump and slam his uh, greatsword down right on it. And, right, give me the attack. Okay. 
Nat one. <laughs> Wait, you have advantage I'm doing there? Great. Do I have advantage? You don't, From unfortunately. Any? Yeah. So no, Nat one. Yeah. All right, and so, so Adewale, describe exactly how you managed to miss the spider. As I'm running up to jump, one of the cocoons spin a little bit, and his ADHD head spaces looks at it, and then as he swings, swings in the opposite direction of the spider. Just leaves a massive gouge in the stone floor. Clearly would have pulverized whatever it hit. In this case, the floor. Did I get it? <laughs> Passing the, the, the baton to Nevitz. Well, Nevitz's entire attack plan was for Adewale to kill the monster, so... <laughs> plan, plan B. As a, as a fallback, uh, and again, I guess I, I will lean into his personality trait, which is just to always be hyper-aware of family, especially. And um, he's standing over Jericho's body, and I think he just looks up and sees more possibly leaving this world. And he is going to... Take the attack of opportunity by moving over to Moore and casting his only spell of the day uh, that's not from um, uh, his feet. Magic Initiate. By the way, we, we now have um, Featherfall because I messed up and thought I had that spell, so we don't have Chromatic Orb. So canonically, we lost my power spell. So now the upside is I have my regular cure spell, and I will cure more if I don't get taken out with an attack of opportunity. As he is running, I... Does the sentinel feet um, affect this as he's running by me and the spider makes the opportunity attack? Yes, it does. Okay, cool. So I'll get another chance thanks to you. Whether you die or live is... But considering that he's the only one who could potentially heal anyone... Because I'm the last caster yeah. and we only have a chain yeah. of a couple of spells left. So it comes down to this. If it's, we got to see if, if Nevitz sprinting to save his friend can dodge the horrible jaws of this spider that has dog teeth... What's the AC here? Come on, Nevitt. 18's the AC. Hmm. Yes. Fine for days. And it rolls a seven. Nevitt's, you're in the clear. Uh, and Nevitt's will imbue eight points of life into more. And leaning over her as, her, as her eyes open, he just whispers, you know, frantically, we need to save Jericho. And then as the spider misses and Adewale runs, uh, not Adewale, but... Nevitz runs past Adewale. Adewale is like, leave my brother alone. He's going to make his opportunity attack here, which uh, is a 12. Uh, 12 is a miss. So even as you All swing right. again, the, the, the creature skitters to one side and you swipe nothing but air with your blade. Well, at least you listened. But the spider now clearly sees what the threat is and lunges at Adewale, jaws wide, bile spilling freely from its open maw. And the spider rolls 22. That's a hit. That's definitely a hit. 13 damage. 13. All right. And I got to roll constitution save here. Oh, 10 plus 3, so 13. You pass the constitution save. Absolutely. You're not poisoned. No. But you you feel the, the burning in your veins as this thing's unnatural jaws sink deep into the muscle of your calf. Two hit points, everybody. Hey. To Jericho, as you lay there, what childhood memory do you think of absently as you try to struggle to maintain consciousness? Like, the, I guess as I'm fading back out of consciousness, like these, this image of these two people like appear again. I don't know who they are, but they're like standing over me. Now I can see them. The woman has purple hair. 
and the man is tall and heavily muscled. You know, he's got this like brown shirt on. He looks to be a laborer of some sorts, and they're both like, I'm like looking up from maybe a cradle or something. As like I'm fading in and out, this is like what what my my vision is 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 showing me. All right, give us a death save, Jericho. Okay. You dropped a brick. <laughs> this time, fourteen. Fourteen. That's a pass. Nice. So you're two yes. successful saves in. You're gonna live forever, Lathander. It all comes down to you. Okay. Uh, so Nivitz has moved. Obviously, the only question then I have is position relative to Adewale. You and Nevitz are still on either side of this thing. Oh, I still have advantage. It's just Adewale perpendicular. Okay. My rapier again. That's 18. 18 12 hits. Plus six. Yep, nice. 12 plus 6. Alright. 1d8 plus 4 piercing damage. That's 4 plus 4. 8. eight. Okay, plus and your sneak attack? D6. Sneak attack. Another 6. 6. Okay. Is that 3 for 3 on sneak yeah. attack damage? It is. Alright, so. Awesome. The creature being fixated solely on Atawale right now, please. Describe for the listening audience. There it is. How do you finish the fight? I'm finishing the fight. This is excellent. So as it turns around to attack Atawale, I come up from underneath with a piercing thrust and then I rip my rapier uh, through its uh, its thorax. <laughs> so I feel like it looked pretty good from a distance, but I have to check with the others. Like, there was a flourish as it came out. I'm thinking about my dead parents. <laughs> and still, your death dreams are way better than what Moore thinks about as she goes to the other side. <laughs> That's right. Moore. And, and with that flourish, the, the creature lets out a little pitiful... <laughs> as it collapses into a pile of gore, leaving the room quiet, save for the sounds of your own breathing and the little creaking sounds of the, the resinous cocoons spinning in the air. And that's where we pause for the week. Hey. We lived. We lived. Kind of. Maybe. They don't blame me. Blame, blame Gooey Cube. You can send all of your hate mail to Alphineas Goo directly. You said initially, it's like, ah, oh, they're, they're overplaying this. These guys don't do a lot. You've got more than 18 hit points, and you drop a person every time you hit. I, no, no. This is not easy, Nate. I don't know what you were thinking. That's pretty good. I have not mm. done a hit point of damage nor taken a hit point, but I have given hit point. At least you didn't die. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, at least you're not, <laughs> you know, actually dead. Can I just... I hadn't realized you hadn't taken or lost any... You've been busy. Just nothing much has happened. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Visions Veiled and Violent a D&D actual play of Gooey Cube's Darkest Dream Adventure from the Red Star Rising campaign. All artwork, names, locations, and characters from the dark world of Zyathe are the sole property of Gooey Cube and used with permission. Check out all their maps, adventures, and their other original content at gooeycube.com. A special thank you to Tabletop Audio for providing the fantastic music that accompanied this episode. As ever, if you enjoyed what you heard today, please like, rate, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. And if you really enjoyed what you heard, please consider subscribing to our Patreon at the $3 tier. 
Your support keeps the torches lit and the dice rolling, ensuring that our adventures continue to unfold. Remember, you don't know the burdens others have carried to arrive at your gaming table, so be kind. Safe travels until next week, when we return to Visions, Veiled, and Violent.